Welcome to The Abundance Journey, the show that helps spiritual entrepreneurs create an abundance mindset that accelerates revenue. Secretly, everything you experience in your life is actually abundance. Once you understand how to activate abundance, you find yourself in flow with your business and clients, so it's easy to create the revenue you want. The Abundance Journey is the only show that activates abundance for you, so you enjoy rapid results in your business. Here's your host, the Abundance Ambassador, Elaine Starling. Did you know that abundance is a whole lot more than material things? I mean, if you've been following me, obviously you're kind of up to speed on that because I talk about a lot of different ways that abundance can show up in your life. And most especially that abundance is an energy and it's an emotion. You know, how I've talked about that. Yeah, baby emotion where you're just so confident. You, you feel capable and resourceful in your ear for what's about to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know for sure that it's going to be great for you specifically, but you're eager to show up and share your gifts. And you know, there are blessings in this moment for you somehow. Well, did you happen to know that your environment can impact the flow of that abundance energy? Yeah. It can. And that's why I'm so excited that we're going to chat today with Crystal Holm because Crystal is a feng shui master. She's an interior designer and clutter expert who helps soul-driven entrepreneurs transform their relationship with their space. She uses a proprietary framework called Designed Life Method. She helps her clients use their space as a source of power to help them achieve their personal and professional goals faster. Wouldn't it be great to have like a button you push in your office that immediately imbues you with that yeah, baby energy? Well, she kind of does that. Crystal shows women how to use their workspace as a 3D vision board so that they can design the life they want and who they want to be in the world all the way into their space. I love that. I love that. Crystal, welcome. I'm so delighted you're here today. I am just as delighted to be here. <laughs> well, obviously, you are really passionate about feng shui. Why do you feel this is such an important method, modality uh, to improve your life? What? Why are you so passionate about feng shui? Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, when I first started, when I first learned about feng shui, I, I it was a little harder to understand, right? There was a lot of confusion in studying it. And it took me a while um, to figure it out. But once I finally understood feng shui and actually started working with clients, because obviously I worked on myself first. I was like trying it out in my own house. Let me see if I can make this work. But after a while, it's sort of like, okay, I need other people to practice. Like I need other floor plans and I need other locations. And I need like other energy, not just my energy to work with. And when I started working with clients, the results that I saw them get, the transformations that I saw them go through, it was actually sort of the beginning of just developing my own process for designing with them because I was trying to help them feng shui their, their space, right? I, I was working, I, I was working on my own personal life on kind of finding love again, or for the first time ever, like a healthy relationship and, and transforming my relationship with, with men and with relationships, <laughs> my relationship yeah. with relationships. And I was in this group with all of these other women and 
I would listen to them tell their stories and, and, you know, I, I, I just wanted to help them. And so I had offered to help them with the feng shui of their space to draw in a person, um, a yeah. partner of a, 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 a love of, of, of their own. When I started seeing the transformations, it was not just that yes, feng shui worked because I understood right. that it would work. I believed that it would work. If I could, if I could do it right, right. Then I understood just because of my own history of learning and studying and, and my interests. Um, but when I saw it, yeah. um, and I saw the transformations, it was, yeah. You know, Crystal, you said something that I don't know everybody heard you say this, but I heard this. There are hidden blocks in your environment that you're not aware of, and they are influencing you. It's almost like the words you use, you don't realize what you're saying to yourself with the words that you use. And those words either open you and empower you or they shut you down. It's the same thing in your environment. There can be things in your environment that you don't realize are actually kind of closing you down and mm -hmm. limiting the flow of energy. So I love what you're doing about helping people open themselves to a new relationship. That's that's really powerful. Thank you for doing that. Now, <laughs> You're welcome. Obviously, we're talking about the abundance journey. So abundance has to come in here somewhere and no two people ever define abundance the same way. But given the work that you do, how would you define abundance? It is that knowing that sort of security and safety blanket in that knowing that there is enough, um, that there is always enough. Maybe it's with that connection, that oneness, the law, you know, the law of oneness. Absolutely. Right. Um, Absolutely. It's, it's about that connection, right? There is, it's all connected. And so there is enough and that the earth is, it is proof of enoughness. Like that is what abundance is. It's to the natural order of things. I love that. And I really liked what you were saying about how you actually kind of turn their environment, your client's environment into almost a dream board so that mm -hmm. they can experience who they want to be. And it was really interesting. A couple of weeks ago, I got this download that whenever I'm feeling tight or restricted or, you know, out of sorts, I'm ticked off at something that is the divine trying to get my attention. And I found this cool little bell <laughs> with a smiley face. And this is my, oh yeah, that's beautiful. This is my reminder that the divine is with me all the time and trying to get my attention. And am I tuning in to the divine messages that I'm receiving? And having this on my desk, and I ding it a lot. <laughs> it's not, it's just a reminder. It's like the divine is here with me and all I have to do is touch base with it. And I love that you're taking an environment and personalizing it to your clients, given what they're trying to accomplish and who they want to be in the world. So Crystal, obviously there are things that happen that make clients go, wow, you know, feng shui would probably be a good idea for me right now. So what kinds of symptoms are present? What should we be looking for that's a trigger that says, you know what, this is the time to look to feng shui? A couple of things. You can look for, you can look around in your physical environment at the clutter, right? 
the clutter is always a symptom of stuckness inside. Um, It's a symptom of something that's going on internally. Um, It's a reflection of that in your environment. So if you're not, I mean, the other one is obviously the stuckness in, in like your body. Um, when I work with business owners, sometimes it might be a stuckness with, I can't write an email or I can't, I can't get clarity around my messaging or my product or, you know, there's a stuckness there that I'm just, I can't move. Or it might be in relationships, right? This, I can't get out of this pattern. Like there's a stuckness that happens. Um, and if you are, if you notice that, that's a good moment to say feng shui can actually help me here. Um, because that stuckness will be reflected in your environment somewhere. Um, I, I, sometimes it's obvious, right? It, it's like hoarder situations. Um, <laughs> and I don't say that lightly because no. I mean, hoarding is, is, a, is a mental, it's a reflection of a mental health issue. But I have seen people that, you know, they downsize from big house to a littler house and they don't realize how much room all their stuff is going to take. And all of a sudden they're just like in a hoarder situation kind of overnight and it yeah. was unplanned. Um, but or, you know, a parent dies and all of a sudden they inherit everything they own and they have like two houses. And so it, it happens that way. But sometimes it's just the little things of that build up um, that physical clutter. And sometimes it might just be one thing. Mm-hmm. And that one thing can be very small, but it emotionally can be very huge. There's always something. There There's is. always one thing. There's um, always something. And I love what you were saying because I heard something very clearly as you were talking about the environment reveals internal blocks. And yeah. I heard you say that feng shui will help you with clarity because opening the environment opens your mind, opens your heart, and allows you to be more receptive to divine messages that right. also it builds your confidence because I can find what I need. I don't have to be- dig through piles and try to find something. Now it's all organized. I know where to look. And the third thing is I feel much more compassion for myself because I actually made myself a priority. I'm not doing my environment for anybody else. I'm doing it for me because I'm worth it. And that kind of compassion, that kind of self-love is something that most of us struggle with. And it's it's really challenging to move through that. And having feng shui as a way to honor yourself, increase your clarity, increase your confidence. Wow. I love that you picked up on that. That's that's a big part of the work that I do with them. Because like I was saying about those women that I worked with, they were all stuck with some sort of clutter. And it was the kind of coaching them through that process of did. It's not just about transforming the relationship your space is a reflection of you. So when you transform your relationship with your space, you automatically transform your relationship with yourself. And they always come out on the other end with this self-love and self-trust, which is another big one. Um, And that, that ability to know that you can trust yourself. Like there's Mm -hmm. huge transformations that happen through doing that work, or at least the way I've set it up with the way I work with clients, you know, I don't just come in and say, here's your plan, like move this here and move this here. It's 
it's a collaborative effort, right? Right. In, right. in transforming that space because um, it is about transforming your relationship with yourself in the process. That's awesome. So Crystal, obviously it would be really nice if you could pull a Mary Poppins. And I don't know if you remember that movie, but she mm-hmm. was like throwing the clothes and, the, and they automatically hung up on the hangers and she could just <laughs> had a little magic purse or something that everything just worked. I'm, I know you're very talented, but you're probably not Mary Poppins. And we all want that instant transformation. Like it would be so nice if every single bit of clutter could be cleaned up in an hour. And usually it's a process. It's not something that happens overnight. And we often get really frustrated because we think we're not making progress, but progress is always always about the baby steps. So as we're starting to adopt the principles of feng shui, we're starting to work with you. What are those baby steps that we need to pay attention to that show us we are making progress? We are getting where we want to go. Becoming a master at feng shui ultimately is about being observant. It's about paying attention to what's going around on around you in order to do that truthfully and honestly you have to give yourself credit (laughs) like you you, scarcity can't win here you can't be scarce with the compliments you can't be every little step is an important step even if it's just a junk drawer right like every little bit of decluttering that you do um helps the big picture because the more you can do little pockets of decluttering, the more that energy breaks up and gets to moving. And as that energy moves, it makes room for more energy to move. And suddenly it becomes like an avalanche of movement. And that's how you create abundance, like out of scarcity. You have to start with noticing and loving yourself for the work that you have done. I mean, I have chronic pain um, and a chronic illness. Like some days getting out of bed is an achievement. Yes. So if all I can declutter is one shelf or one drawer, that's a big deal. But learning to acknowledge that, learning to be abundant with those compliments and that acknowledgement is a process of really learning how to be abundant and how to create it and how to get into flow with it and how to like how to sync up your energy and i don't remember if i said this earlier but there was something that you said that i had wanted to chime in and say about those blocks it's because the same chi that flows through your body is the same chi that flows through the environment there's no difference I mean, that's literally the only way to create abundance is to get them into alignment. Yeah. They yeah. have to, That's what the law of attraction is about. You have to match that energy inside your body and outside of your body. You just start which, whichever one you choose. And usually yeah, starting outside of your body is easier. Yeah. Well, one of my absolute favorite quotes is what we see in the world is a reflection of what is unseen in ourselves. And that's so true for feng shui. That is literally what feng shui is all about. It's like, look in your environment and you can see opportunities to clean up not only your environment, but clean up your internal world at the same time. It's a both and, it's not an either or. It's a both and. And your results in the world. Yes. 
right? There's a third and in there too, because when you clean up your internal and your immediate, then it's reflected in the bigger picture in the whole world. So that third one, that's really how we save the planet from the destruction that we're going through right now is we got to each clean up our own little tiny piece of it. Um, and, yeah. and my opinion, feng shui is the answer to that, like on the whole global scale. Cause yeah, it's macro and micro. That's it feng is. Shui is about looking at the world. It is, it is. And you're in partnership with the divine. And so what the divine wants you to do is clean up you. That's the mm-hmm. only person you control is you. So when you clean up you, you help the divine transform the world and you don't see a one-to-one relationship because it's not one-to-one it's one to like gabillions right oh it's the law of oneness it's the law of everyone yeah you're showing love for yourself and love for others by taking care of yourself so how can it get even better than this i don't know but let's find out i know how we can find out you (laughs) offered a free gift crystal could you tell us a little bit about the free gift I did. Yes. Um, so this is my proprietary decluttering method. Um, I have found that there are five steps to decluttering. Most people think there's two, find it, get rid of it. (laughs) But there's a few (laughs) steps in between there that is kind of where this magical transformation begins. Um, and so I've put together a, a, a PDF download of that five steps to get you started with great with decluttering your mindset um the physical the mental and the emotional clutter that is blocking up your space and and the flow of energy in it so you can download that at declutteryourmindset.com brilliant brilliant we'll definitely do that and here at the abundance journey we love to turn the tables on our guests because we know when we give is when we receive the most so crystal what can we do to support you you can subscribe to my youtube channel i recently hit 100 actually just over the weekend i hit 100 so now i'm setting my sights on the next you know big number um and the big goal but i really want to reach more people i feel like this is this is how we can change the world so subscribe to my youtube channel and share it with your friends Um, Excellent. Excellent. Well, Crystal, I've really enjoyed the conversation today. And my biggest problem is you gave me a lot of different ideas to activate. (laughs) So (laughs) it's going to be a challenge, but I will pick one. So definitely thank you for being here and everybody stick around because we're going to activate abundance in just a minute. So are you ready to activate abundance in every single area of your life? You can get in flow with your business and your clients. It's as easy as you can imagine to create the kind of revenue you really want in your business. You can join me for the Abundance Journey six-week training and coaching program that help you turn your problems into prosperity. Just visit theabundancejourney.com to sign up for our next adventure. I so enjoyed chatting with Crystal. I love that she's not one of these people who has just an immediate response to questions. She's very thoughtful. She goes inside. You can tell she's used to an organized and tranquil environment because of how she shows up. She's organized. She's tranquil. She's confident. She's very capable. And giving her that space to share her vision of what feng shui can do for you, brilliant. 
Brilliant. Loved that conversation. And now I have to pick one thing to activate abundance. Oh my gosh. You know, I think what I want to talk about, um, I'm going to talk about how the environment reveals those hidden blocks inside. So step one is gratitude, because I never thought about it that way before. And I'm really grateful that I get to share space with an expert who can see abundance in a different way, because abundance is it's like you're a fish in the ocean. You are literally surrounded by abundance all of the time in every way you can imagine. So understanding what that looks like and how to tap into it, we can get a little overwhelmed because we, we just ignore the abundance that's in our environment. And Crystal is really adept at helping you shape your environment so that it's like a vision board for you and so that it helps you live into your truth of who you want to be. I thought that was brilliant. I'm really grateful that she's got that approach because it helps me see abundance in a different way. The second thing is to acknowledge something you heard that was an aha for you. And I've heard about feng shui, I've heard about clutter, but for some reason, it really hit me about what I'm missing when I'm not addressing my environment. And that was the missing piece for me because we were chatting a little bit about the significance of organizing your environment and how it brings you more clarity because when your environment is open, you are open energetically and able to receive more abundance. When your environment is open, you have more confidence because it's organized and you can find what you need in a flash. Trust me, I spent a lot of time digging, so <laughs> I can really relate to that one. And the third piece is that you're actually showing compassion for yourself. You are being loving to yourself and caring enough about yourself to organize your environment so that you feel capable, resourceful, strong, confident. That's really valuable. And I just hadn't put those pieces together before. So getting that insight was really valuable to me. And I want to acknowledge that. I can appreciate the difference it can make in my life. That's step three is appreciate. Because like I said, I can spend a lot of time looking for things and things that I know I've done, but I have no idea where they went. Ah, it can be on the computer. It can be in my office. It can be in my house. I, I tell you, life kind of, moves along at such a clip, knowing how to organize your space can be really tricky. So working with somebody who's a pro that can help you create a space that's really supportive of the energy you want, I see how that can make a big difference in my life. Step four is to activate abundance. Now there's two options here. You either put it on your calendar or you create a little anchor for yourself to remember to take action. Now for me, I need to be more organized. I need to be more systematic. So I need to actually schedule time on my calendar to organize my space. And it doesn't have to be a lot of time. It could be 20 minutes. It could be 30 minutes. And just spend some time going through and filing things so that I can find them later. Going through old files and figuring out what to shred. I can set a timer, put on some fun music, and that will be a way for me to get in action. And then I've got proof that I actually made some progress. I can high five myself. Step five, celebrate your progress, right? I see how many appointments I made with myself to take the action to organize my environment. And I can notice the difference in my office as my desk starts to clear and the dust goes away. What a novel concept. That'll be a lot of fun. 
So I'm going to activate abundance and enjoy the experience of having an incredibly supportive environment for everything I do. I mean, after all, the divine is with you all the time, trying to get your attention and trying to remind you to show up as the love that you are. And it's a whole lot easier when your environment is supporting that experience for you. Thanks for joining me today. I'll look forward to seeing you for the next Abundance Journey. You've been listening to The Abundance Journey Show with Elaine Starling. Visit theabundancejourney.com slash podcast gifts to access today's gift as well as gifts from our other guests. Tune in every week to activate abundance in your life and business. If something resonated with you, please share it with your friends so they can benefit too. Keep activating abundance and we'll see you in the next episode.